0: my girlfriend's back and you're gonna get in trouble hey
1: now now, my boyfriend's back
0: was that good (laughs) okay now you do it
1: my boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble hey now hey now my boyfriend's back (laughs) you messed
0: up the clapping you messed up the singing
1: what how i don't know you messed up the clapping
0: let's sing another song
1: go a deer a female deer that's it that's it what i thought you were gonna continue
0: We're back
1: Do we normally say that? I don't know I don't think we ever do
0: We need some new sayings and stuff
1: What's wrong with Welcome
0: to A-Holes Podcast Welcome to A-Holes Podcast Episode 14 of season 2 My name is Harry I'm here with Emma She is Emma Emma. I don't know No, I don't know We need more sayings and songs and stuff You know what else we could talk about today? We're just heads up for the listeners. We're just going over our show notes for the day.
1: We're going to talk about Timbits.
0: It'll be a big debate at the end of the show. People can write in with their responses. Oh, and then finally, slide monitors. In fact, I'll start with slide monitors. Oh,
1: wait. We actually are talking about Timbits.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Amazing. Uh, All right. So, basically, I'll give you a little bit of background, Emma. Both Ethan... And Ben, the slide monitors, okay. have requested to be on the show. Our show. Our show, and so I say to them, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> um, but like, what are you going to talk about? Mm-hmm. And so Ethan has nothing. He has nothing he wants to talk about, and then Ben is in, He Ben is a drummer for mm-hmm. a metal band called Tone Deaf. Mm -hmm. And then he's also said that he could come on as an expert on Trailer Park Boys. Mm. To which I said, like, I don't often need one of those, but (laughs) it's good to have, I guess. So we'll keep it in our back pocket. Anyways, uh, what I'm getting to here is they also both say they don't listen to the podcast.
1: But they want to be on it?
0: But they want to be on it. So here's the deal. You two fellas, or anybody else for that matter who wants to be on the show, when you hear this episode... If you message me on my phone or Facebook or something, or Emma, or or, me, or Emma, with the password fourteen, we will allow you on the show at some point. We will organize for you to be on the show.
1: Waterfalls, but that's fine.
0: Okay, you can send Emma waterfalls, Mm
1: -hmm. or
0: you can send me fourteen, and that's it. If you include anything else in that message, not allowed in. You are not allowed to say. Hey Harry, fourteen. Nope, not on the show. But if you want me on the show, just send me a one and a four together.
1: You can send me waterfall or waterfalls, whatever you prefer.
0: Plural or singular?
1: Mm -hmm. I prefer multiple waterfalls.
0: Don't go chasing waterfall. (laughs) Okay, ready to go? So that's that's just that's
1: that's it. That's all.
0: That's all I had to say about that. You can't be like, I want to be on your podcast. I don't listen to it, though.
1: Well, then you can't.
0: Come on. Shut up. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. If we seek you out and you don't listen to it, that's fine. Yeah. But, no.
0: Like, after the Bahamas concert on March 3rd, when he comes on the show, that's fine. Because he probably doesn't listen to it. But we'll get him on the show.
1: Right. We're going to get Bahamas on the show. We'll
0: stay after. We'll wait outside the back door of the venue. We'll be like, listen. I know you're not that busy right now. Your next show isn't for three days in Edmonton. So what are you going to do all that time? Come on over. We'll do the show.
1: Come on over.
0: I'll clean my room. <laughs> 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 that you can come hang out in my basement.
1: That's how you're going to entice him over. I'll clean my room. I'll
0: clean my room. <laughs> and Emma will sing Phil Collins' music.
1: I have not yet sung a Phil Collins song.
0: What was that song just now?
1: Come on over. Come on over, baby.
0: Who sings that?
1: I, I don't know. How you would sang I know? that
0: to a different tune at the start. No, I didn't. Yeah.
1: No, I just... Da, 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 da.
0: That's how you did it the first time.
1: No, yeah. the first time I only said, come on over.
0: Okay, well then I heard the rest of it in my brain and that's how it sounded. <laughs> so what song is the song I just sang? I say? don't know what
1: song it is. Emma. Do it again. Da, da, da. Come on over, baby. I have no idea.
0: It's I'm pretty sure it's Phil Collins' music. Or Genesis. Or possibly Peter Gabriel.
1: Maybe Jersey Boys? Uh,
0: oh, it could be Jersey Boys.
1: I don't know. Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons.
0: Sometimes I forget that's what they were really called.
1: And you just call them Jersey Boys?
0: Yeah. I'll yeah. be like, oh, what's that song? And I'll look up yeah, Jersey Boys Jersey on Boys. Spotify. And then it's like soundtrack to Jersey Boys. And I'm like, no, I want the actual band. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this not coming up? And then I figured it out. mm mm-hmm. um, Where were we going with this?
1: I have no idea.
0: How did we start singing Phil Collins music?
1: I said, come on over. Because you wanted to entice Bahamas to come over to yeah. your basement.
0: AKA <laughs> Affy something. What is it?
1: Oh, it's really hard to say.
0: Reykjavik. Because he's it's Icelandic. similar. Is he? I don't know. You tell me. You're the expert.
1: He's from Toronto, I think. Oh. Somewhere in Ontario. Oh. Let's Google. He's from
0: it. somewhere in Ontario. The Canadian person. It's sorry. like
1: Jervanen? Ger- Jervanen? That's his J- last R- name? R- That's where V-A-N-E-N. he's from. J-A-N-E-N. That's his last name. Okay. Yep. Oh, Born yeah. Born in Toronto, raised in Barrie, Ontario. Which is like right outside. Is it? I had no idea. I think it's just outside Toronto.
0: If you're from Toronto, let me know. Or if Saima, Saima, you listening, let me know.
1: Ontario is one of those weird places where you can be from a million different places within Ontario. And, like, I guess, you know, everywhere is the same. Like, Alberta, you can be from, like, High River or all these other weird small towns. But...
0: (laughs) I have one example.
1: (laughs) Uh, well, no, there's more, but, um... Yes, I know there's
0: more. <laughs> I'm just pointing at the fact that you apparently don't.
1: I know. I know more examples. I want
0: you to name five towns in Alberta, and they have to be under $500,000, 500,000 people population.
1: I don't know how many people there are in this Okay, well, then take your best guess. High River. Uh-huh. Black Diamond. Sure. Okotoks. Yeah. Cochrane.
0: Uh-huh. Airdrie. Uh-huh.
1: That was five.
0: That, like, barely counted, but okay.
1: What do you mean that barely counted? Just because they're right outside of Calgary doesn't mean they don't count. They're basically suburbs. They count. Okay. No one would be like, oh, I'm from Okotoks. It's basically Calgary.
0: I think everybody from Okotoks would say that.
1: No. They'd be like, no, 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 no. I am from Okotoks. I actually have no idea. I don't know anyone from Okotoks.
0: I don't know anybody from there either.
1: My point being. Thank God. My point being that. Nobody outside of Alberta probably knows those places, yet somehow you hear about places in Ontario and, like, everyone should know about them for some reason.
0: Barry. Hamilton, Hamilton, Mississauga. Mississauga.
1: It's not gua. I don't think it's gua. Isn't there a Mississauga, U?
0: Mississauga, Ontario.
1: I thought there was a U. Isn't there is G-U-A? a U.
0: Yeah, there is. I don't think it's Mississauga. That's
1: how that you pronounce that sound, though. G-U-A. Gua.
0: Okay, do you want me to look it up?
1: Yep, I do. <sighs>
0: okay, nobody's going to be able to hear this. Um, how do you pronounce Mississauga? You oh. just said it. Okay, That's not. it's not how you think it's spelled.
1: It's not G-U-A.
0: It's M-I-S-S-I-S-S-A-U-G-A.
1: A-U-G-A.
0: Mississauga. Saw. Gua. Damn it! There's no wuh, 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 wa, What up? I was
1: wrong up. on two camps, except only one, because if it was GuA, it would obviously be GuA.
0: Mississauga. Like Let's call guacamole. it that from now on. Next time we're in Mississauga, we'll just <laughs> co- refer to it that way, and see if we can piss the locals off.
1: Okay. What? Stop <laughs> Stop
0: licking the salt off of your potato I chips I
1: was licking it I was going to put it in my mouth But then I had to respond to you and It was a big chip But I put the whole thing in my mouth So I took it
0: out again AKA you licked all the salt off of it Alright, anyway Oh god, okay So anyways, Bahamas uh, If you're listening I'll message you on Facebook or whatever I'll be like, what up? I'll clean my room if you want to do the show And if not, I won't clean my room No worries
1: Only if you're listening I'll message you on Facebook shh <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you're listening, I'll I'll send you a message.
0: If you're not listening, I'll send you a message.
1: I'll never know if you listened. Can but you like? Can I'll you imagine you a
0: if we messaged his manager, and they were just like, "Yeah, okay, like we can't do it in the morning because we're like going to X ninety two nine and doing an interview with like the morning show, mm-hmm. but like we could probably swing by on like Friday afternoon or something." And like, can you imagine if I like just acted like that was normal? It was like, "Yeah, you can meet me here at this address. It's where the studio's at." And they just came here. They had no idea that it was just us being fucking idiots all the time.
1: Don't you think they would look up a podcast?
0: Well, yeah, they might. But maybe they would just be like, yeah, it's just like the press. You just got to do the press. Don't worry about it. It's the press. We're part of the press.
1: I'm going to say. We could have snacks
0: prepared <clears throat> like we do right
1: now. I'm going to say, based on the fact that, yeah, this is really shit quality. I'm just like crunching away on chips.
0: I'm well aware of things.
1: Sorry. I was just, I wanted salt. So- um, I'm gonna say Based on the fact that it's a podcast And podcast is in the name They would be like Oh this is just a podcast Maybe we shouldn't attend I
0: would just be like Hi there This is uh, Harry on behalf of A-Holes Media We were just looking to see if we got Oh get Media afian. now? Well yeah Like this is just That's like the overarching corporation name Alright You know
1: Mm-mm. Well I do
0: Okay My girlfriend's back, and you're gonna be in trouble. Hey now, hey now, my girlfriend's back.
1: That was better, I would say. Okay. Got a little weird. (laughs) Okay, what are we talking about? Let's get back on track. Okay,
0: atypical. It's a show on Netflix, and it's awful. What are your thoughts?
1: I didn't mind it.
0: Oh. Go on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you should go on.
0: I... I despised this program.
1: I thought it was pretty good and cute.
0: I appreciate. I liked the concept. Okay, I liked the um, main character. The main character, he was good. The actor slash character itself was good. Yeah. Everything else to do with that show, the actors, the writing, the casting of the actors, because the actors, I guess, okay, you know, not the actors. The actors weren't necessarily bad. For the most part, it was just that the writing and the casting was terrible. And so I, I could, I had such a hard time getting through it. It was so bad.
1: Okay. I thought it was fine. I do agree that, um, it maybe wasn't like the greatest writing. It felt very forced. A lot of it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the humor was very forced, yep. but I still enjoyed it. Uh-huh. It was a cute idea. It's about a boy with uh high-functioning high, funct- high functioning autism. Autism. And, it, yeah, he's in high school and he wants to start dating and stuff. And that's basically the whole thing.
0: Yeah. I liked it. Sam, the main character, and his good friend, I want to say his name was Zahid, mm-hmm. were the best characters by far. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, not as fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, Yeah.
0: like the mom, I don't know who that actress is. I don't know who wrote the series because I don't think it's based on a book. I think it's like an original concept. I think so. Is like that character. First of all, terrible character. You're not supposed to like her, obviously. Mm-hmm. But just like an awful, awful writing actress combo. She was supposed to be like dating some hot young bartender. And she did not seem like the type a hot young bartender would be attracted to. Yeah, I guess. She's not really a cougar.
1: Mm. What can you do? Not, not everyone can be a cougar. I'm a cougar. Oh, okay.
0: What do you want to give it out of ten?
1: Mm, I'll give it a seven. I enjoyed it. Oh,
0: my God. I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> do we rate things out of ten or five?
1: Ten. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. It would be easier to remember if it was 15.
1: No, it wasn't. Yeah,
0: I would. I would never ask you. I would just be like, okay, what do you want to give it out of 15? Because it makes perfect sense.
1: How does that make sense?
0: Because I would just remember that because it's such ridiculous nonsense. 5, 10. Everybody rates things out of those even numbers. Maybe out of 12. A base 12 system would work better. (laughs) (laughs) Can we change it to 12.
1: Twelve is an excellent number because it has so many factors.
0: There you go. Let's change it to twelve. When do you want no. to give it out of twelve? No. Seven? Stick no. With seven?
1: No. Eight. Ten. It's out of ten.
0: I next episode, it's we're doing we're moving, we're transitioning to twelve.
1: <laughs> no, we're not.
0: Just like British Columbia is changing family day, we're changing our base system.
1: We are not. Ten. It's out of ten.
0: Okay, I'm doing mine out of twelve. I'm still gonna <sighs> give it a two out of twelve. Fuck's sake. It's two out of twelve for me. Okay. What's that? What's that fraction?
1: One six. Oh my
0: god! What's that as a percentage? I don't know. I say it's like twelve and a half percent or something like that. Maybe that's an eighth.
1: I think that's an eighth.
0: A fifth of a hundred is twenty. Yep. So probably like sixteen percent, ish. Somewhere between fourteen and sixteen percent is a sixth.
1: Ah. Um... My yeah. girlfriend's
0: back now, yeah.
1: Well, let's think. If you have five 20s, how many do you have to take away from each 20 to make a new number? It's <laughs> the, the same as all the other numbers. What? That made total sense in my it, head. It did Okay. Well, so just imagine you have five groups of 20.
0: Yeah. How many do you have to take away from each to create six equal groups? Yeah. Okay.
1: If you take... Four away from each, you're left with 16, and then you have five times four, which is 20, so that's not good. So if you take three away from each group, you're left with 17, and then you have five times three, which is 15, so also not quite right. So it's somewhere between... Three and four. Three and four, so it's somewhere between 15 and 20, so like 17%.
0: Okay, so I was kind of right, 14 to 16. I'm in the realm.
1: Let's. Use a calculator to find out.
0: Oh, I so much prefer the mental math.
1: Well, yeah, mental math is fine. But it's nice to confirm with a calculator to see how good at mental math you are. What am I doing? One divided by six? Yeah. Ooh, six point one six repeated. One
0: six 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 six. Yeah, so basically. Like 17%. 17%. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Uh shout out to anybody who got that at home. I don't know.
1: Or, like, anyone who's smarter than us who just knew what it was. Yeah. Or people who are less smart than us, and we just taught them how to effectively do math.
0: Shout out to you.
1: Wah, wah, wah. Yep. Um, So, anyways,
0: Atypical, did not enjoy it, would not recommend.
1: I would say it's worth a watch.
0: Mm, Okay. Um, Bahamas Earth Tones.
1: Is his latest album.
0: By Bahamas.
1: Who we've already talked about. Uh, A bunch today. Not a bunch, but a little bit. It's really good. I really like Bahamas. I would have to say he's like my favorite artist. I was having this conversation with you. You know how people will ask you stupid questions like, oh, who's your favorite artist? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite movie? And you're like, no, no, no. I can't do that. And I don't, I honestly don't think you can have a favorite Of any of that stuff.
0: No, i agree. Like, I have... You need to ask more specific questions.
1: Yeah. What's your favorite action movie?
0: Here, Okay. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day, because I feel like we had a similar conversation the other day.
1: What's your favorite Roger Hammerstein musical?
0: So, the question, what's your favorite movie, is a very broad question that's impossible to answer, obviously.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: sorry. I found percussion. (laughs) Um, But... That's the point, because it forces you to give an answer. So, like, if you have an eHarmony dating profile, let's say, and one of the things that's on there is favorite movie, like, that response will probably tell other people a decent amount about you. Because I could be like, well, I guess my favorite movie is this movie.
1: Mm -hmm. But, like,
0: it's not a movie that I watch all the time, or it's not, like, one that I even want to watch all the time, but it's my favorite movie. You know what I mean? Like, the F word... One of my favorite all-time movies.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: But I wouldn't say I want to watch that every day. No. I could watch, like, I don't know, Die Hard more frequently than the F word probably. Gotcha. Because, like, I enjoy it. It's pretty mindless. Mm -hmm. It's a good movie. Done.
1: Yeah. Um, And I find a lot of the time I end up saying... I usually end up saying The Sound of Music as my favorite movie. But a lot of that has to do with the fact that I first watched it when I was quite young, and I watched it, like my grandparents introduced me and my sister um, to Rodgers and Hammerstein. Roger and Hammerstein? I don't know. Um, And so it has like sentimental value, and then I just really enjoy the sound of music on top of it. So then every time I watch it, I really enjoy it, not because, like, it is a great movie, but not, that's not why I really enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and then I was also going to say that, uh, this is horrible, but Callan, when he used to work at Blockbuster, I think I've told you this, but when he used to work at Blockbuster, um, on that's the application. That's Blockbuster. Ha ha. Uh. On the application, they would they would ask you to put your favorite movie. And he said that like very often if someone came in and had uh like their favorite movie is one that was made in the last like, I don't know, three years maybe, they would just like get rid of the application.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is like totally unfair. Like you're yeah. in a blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. It's like people are coming in there, like, sampling fine wines. Like, what is what is the most exquisite, exquisite movie you have mm-hmm. here? Oh, definitely uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Um, but
1: on- honestly, I might be exaggerating it. And maybe they didn't get rid of the application. Maybe they just, like, judged the person I think
0: lot. in the past what you've told me is that Callan would himself get rid of applications with people who had a movie that was within the last year. Like, Maybe. somebody He would be working at the till and someone would drop off an application. And if that was the case, he would just throw that one away. Like wouldn't tell the manager that no, somebody
1: applied. No, well, I don't think he would do that. But it could also be, and this actually is probably more accurate, that in the interview process, they asked you that question. And like, if you gave an answer, it was basically like a definite no. Yeah. And I remember Callan, when he had in his interview, he because I think he was like 16 or like 15 maybe even, and he was like stressing out about trying to pick <laughs> a movie that was his favorite. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that question where I feel like they use this one in movies and whatnot for like, I don't I don't know if they actually do it in real life, but for like college interviews. Um, and it's like if you could have dinner with any um, any person, dead or alive, who would it be?
0: Yeah, like, what kind of a question is that? Yeah, right? Probably somebody I already know, because, like, I don't want to sit down for dinner with Nelson Mandela. I have no common ground with him.
1: Oh, but, like, what about Elton John?
0: You uh, take it or leave it.
1: I would meet Elton John over quite a few other people, I think.
0: Probably. Okay, rank all the people. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte, Who's number one. Who's your favorite person? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, good question. Good question. Let me think about that one for a second. Um, but do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if, if like, let's say my options came down to in my head, either the F word or Die Hard, whichever one I put, you as, like, a person viewing my eHarmony uh, profile yeah. will judge me based on that. And so if yours is the sound of music and mine is the F word, we're probably more compatible, at least in your mind and in the algorithm's mind, Mm
1: -hmm. than
0: mine being diehard and yours being the sound of music. Yeah. But
1: then if you ask someone and see, okay, really, here's the issue about when people say, what is your favorite blank? Because the word favorite can encompass so many different things. Like what I was saying, like, oh, I really like the sound of music because it has a lot of sentimental value. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's great. But what movie do I most enjoy watching might be different. Yeah. Or if I was stranded on a desert, desert island and I only had one movie and somehow a TV and a Blu-ray player, yeah. which movie would I take? Might not be the sound of music. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, it might be How to Build a Boat in Four Hours.
1: Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Different approaches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like Bear Girls season one through eight on DVD. And I was
1: like, something that would make me feel happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, anyways, uh, back to the topic at hand Bahamas Earth Tones, what'd you think?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, what I was going to say is if I had to pick a favorite artist, he would be it. Okay. Um, I enjoy it, I like it. It's a good album. I do think I like his previous albums a bit better. Okay. I think I like, because he has um, Pink Strat. Yeah. Are you hearing the feedback?
0: Yeah, I am as well. I can't figure it out. I don't know I think know it's either. just that my microphone is too close to the computer. Probably. Carry on. Sorry.
1: I threw my phone on the fo- uh the floor, if that helps. Okay. Um, I think his first album was Pink Strat, and then after that was Bahamas' Affy, I think. And then this one. Yeah. I don't know if I'm missing one.
0: I'm not sure.
1: Uh, I think Bahamas' Afi is my favorite album, but this one is quite good. This one has more of like a bluesy approach to it, I think.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Bluesy mixed with his sort of like beachy rock vibe, Mm -hmm. Um, which uh, kind of reminds me, like I've already said to you, of uh, what's his name?
1: Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. Yeah. Um, And they did tour together at one point.
0: Yeah, so I wonder if he was just sort of like, his sound was just kind of like influenced throughout the album by that.
1: Maybe. And when we saw Jack Johnson in concert, he sang one of Bahamas' songs. Uh
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyways, out of 10. It's Bahamas. Out of 12, what are you going to give this album?
1: Out of 10, I would give it a 9. 9 out of 10.
0: How many out of 12? 9 out of 10. okay. Next week, though. 9 out of 10. I'm no, going to give it... No, I
1: never agreed to this. I'm rating mine out of 10. You I'm, can do 12 I'm if gonna you like. I'm going to give
0: mine a 9 out of 12.
1: What? I gave it so much better than you.
0: All right, so fine. I'll better. give it a 10 out of 12.
1: You only gave it 75%. 10
0: out of 12, dog. I just like the sound of 9. That sounded right to me. Get out of here.
1: 75. See, this is why you can't have 12. You don't even know what 9 out of 12 equates to. Fuck you, I know math. Well, I know you know math, but you were like, 9 just sounds nice. Stop accusing me. 9 out of 12 just sounds nice. It sounded
0: like the appropriate number. It's only 75%. It sounded like the appropriate number. (sighs) I feel that 75% is an appropriate score. Okay. I think it's a decent album. I enjoy it.
1: Well, now you've given it like 83%, so.
0: Okay, all
1: right. No, more than that. Less than that. More, less. I don't know.
0: If you know, please uh, message us. Send it in. Send yeah, it
1: in. 83%. That's right.
0: Uh, Ran into a bit of a problem, listeners.
1: With what?
0: So I've discovered that last episode, the um, at least for me currently, oh, yeah. the description is like half of a sentence long. I don't know if that was the case always. If it was, let me know and maybe I'll go back and fix it. Uh, we might have talked about Lady Bird. We might not have.
1: What does it say on the show notes?
0: Let's check the show notes. Does, oh, it's got Lady Bird. We gave it a ten out of ten. Ah, so awesome. we must have talked about it. Glad we recapped. What would you give it out of twelve? Mm.
1: Ten out of ten. So
0: twelve out of twelve. Gotcha. Anyways, um, what? Uh,
1: Description. We talked about Lady Bird. We gave it a ten out of ten.
0: Twelve out of twelve. <laughs> From now on, I'm just gonna start editing your things. I'm just gonna change it.
1: What things?
0: Whatever you say for out of 10, I'm just gonna like go back and be like my voice. So I'll just be like 8.73 out of 12.
1: No. And then
0: you'll be like, yes, yeah, so I thought it was really good.
1: <laughs> Don't you dear. Okay, what's next on the docket?
0: Uh got a couple of things coming up. We could talk about whale-related stuff. We could talk about Timbits. We could talk about uh uh office trivia.
1: Ooh. Let's talk about office trivia.
0: Okay, so me well, make a long story short. Emma, myself, Emma's brother, his girlfriend, and their friend Sam.
1: Sam Hoff. We've talked about Sam Hoff.
0: Oh yeah, Sam Hoff, photographer Sam Hoff. Uh came on down to the pint on seventeenth to do office trivia with us. So we bought the tickets in advance.
1: Which we, is a crappy pub.
0: Yeah, it's a shithole. I hate that bar.
1: The yeah, last, I guess it is more of a bar than a pub.
0: Yeah. Um Okay, so you know, you buy the tickets. They're like twelve bucks ish. A little less than that. You go down to the bar, you you know, have your drinks and you do office trivia. And mm-hmm. you win prizes if you're good at office trivia. Which we were pretty good. We got 47 out of 50 questions right. Yeah. So pretty good. Pretty good. Um, let's see. So what happens? What happens next? It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, our host, like the person hosting the trivia, was like plastered.
1: Well, apparently the person who was supposed to host it, who was from the organization Tipsy Trivia who puts on these things, uh, couldn't make it, was stuck in Edmonton because of the weather or something.
0: I don't believe she was actually the host. I believe she was just, like, the managing organizer person. Are you sure? Fairly certain.
1: Well, okay, but the thing that doesn't make sense is this... I'm pretty sure the lady hosting worked at the bar.
0: I emailed to complain. Oh, did you? And... Katrina, the person who was stuck in Edmonton, got back to me Mm -hmm. and said, our hosts for Trivia aren't even employees of Tipsy Trivia. They just, like, contracted out. And so, yeah, I think they must just, like, pay a bar employee. Like, they must be, like, give you, you know, 150 bucks to come in. You don't work at the bar, but you just, like, stand there and read the questions on the microphone.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think.
0: I think. And so, anyways. That seems
1: like a shit system.
0: It does. But then maybe it's only sometimes like that. Maybe Like, I don't know. Okay. So anyways, she was, like, super drunk all night screaming mm-hmm. into the mic. Um, another thing that, like, really cheats me, and I know this is just, like, probably my own fault, but, like, some of the answers to the questions they had were wrong. Mm-hmm. And, like, wrong to the point that everybody in the bar knew they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Not just, like...
1: Not just, like, crazy office fanatics.
0: Yeah, like, everybody in the bar would be like, no, that's not right.
1: And, like... I would say The Office is your favorite show. Yeah. You and your siblings have watched it through the entire series multiple times. Yeah. I've watched the entire Except series. Except Scott's Tots. I've watched the entire series once, and then scattered episodes throughout. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so even, even like, some of the stuff, like, I knew was wrong. Yeah. Like, the Outback Steakhouse thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, (laughs) what the F is Sizzlers?
0: Yeah. Oh, God. So, okay. And that really cheesed me because, like, like, what's the point then? Mm -hmm. This isn't trivia anymore. This is you trying to do trivia, but me telling you how to do trivia. And then another thing about the questions was that they were very, like, focused on kind of a period of the series that I would think that most people would say is the best part of the series. Mm. Which is fine. Like maybe it should be more heavily weighted to sort of those like Michael Scott, sort of the office is doing really well for NBC years, right? Seasons like three through six-ish. But like, it should have been the entire series. It should have been everything. Mm -hmm. There was nothing about Gabe. There was only one question about Joe Bennett.
1: There wasn't anything about any of the warehouse uh, crew.
0: Yeah, there was like nothing about Creed or Phyllis really.
1: And again, you don't have to make it even. No. But, like, come on.
0: Yeah. It was It was not good trivia. It was bad trivia.
1: It was fine.
0: Anyways. And then also, like, it came down to a tie. We were tied for third place mm-hmm. with another team. And on the rules sheet, it says, like, in the event of a tie for any of the prize-winning positions... A person from each team has to be delegated to answer for their trivia to win the prize. Yeah. Right? So, like, we designated Sam to go up and answer the questions. Yeah. And then...
1: Got up there.
0: And then they just did rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. And it was an hour over length, and it was a work night.
1: That was the issue. It was a Thursday night. I had been up since 5.15. I I worked from 7 till 7.00. And then I left work, drove straight down there because it started at 7.30. Yeah. And was there until like almost 11 at night.
0: Yeah. Like we were like walking to our cars at like 10.30.
1: And it was supposed to end at 9.30.
0: Yeah. Whereas 9.30, like you could have been home and like in bed at like
1: 10.15. In theory. Yeah. And I probably would have actually ended up going to bed at like 11. But that's like when I got home. Yeah. You know? And again, I was then up at 5.15 the next day.
0: Yeah. Anyways, it was awful. I would say it was terrible. And maybe this is a one-off. Maybe normally it's great. It's really good. But I'm never doing a Tipsy Trivia again because of it.
1: Probably not. And, okay, again, here's the thing. I suppose, yeah, you know what? If you had, uh, if Tipsy Trivia actually did have their own host, they would still run into issues. And maybe it's a thing of, maybe it's actually a bigger company than we think.
0: Well, there is, like, Tipsy Trivia YYC, Tipsy Trivia Edmonton, Tipsy Trivia Vancouver. So, like, I don't... But I don't know if that's just, like, kind of a brand name that's, like, very loosely affiliated. Or if it's, like, a larger entertainment company that does this on the side and has, like, franchises in these cities kind of thing. I have no idea.
1: Maybe. But, um... But what I was going to say was... I guess the issue I had is that the host, and yeah, you would run into this issue probably if Tipsy Trivia did have their own host, but the host obviously had never even seen one episode of The Office. Yeah. Yet our waitress, who also worked for the bar.
0: Yeah.
1: The same way that the host did. We assume. We assume. I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. Um. Knew... A lot. Knew a lot about the office.
0: a, A moderate amount, at least.
1: And maybe she wasn't comfortable talking on the mic or whatever, this or that. Yeah. But I still think that would have been better. Yeah. You know?
0: And that's the other thing, too. It's, like, the, the host she lady. Wouldn't and i not have been I'm saying
1: sure... Dunder Milfin all
0: night. <laughs> the, the thing is, like, the, the host also was, like, yeah, just, like, extremely obnoxious. And I'm going to say mostly because she was pretty drunk. Yeah. Like, I swear every time we saw her, she was taking shots at the bar.
1: hmm
0: And if not that, then, like, she was just obnoxious. And maybe that's just, like, a trivia thing. Like, the host is always kind of, like, trying to get the crowd going and trying to keep it sort of exciting. But, mm-hmm. like... We are now 45 minutes over time and you're like, we're going to take a short break before we like, you know, say who won the prizes. Like, no, like flip through, see the the scores, take the top three scores, give out the prizes because we're already late. Yeah. Right. Like anyways. um, And then, yeah, she'd be like, we're going to take a 10 minute break to like go have a cigarette and blah, blah, blah. And, and like, it was like between like every round, it seemed, it was like, come on, like, let's just go, like, let's just finish it.
1: The other thing that annoyed me, I wonder, I guess I wonder how this company works. Is it Tipsy Trivia approaches the bars, or does the bar approach Tipsy Trivia, and I think it might actually be the latter because the second one because um they because like the prizes were
0: the like the bar oriented, yeah yeah,
1: they were gift cards to the pint,
0: yeah. Basically all of them.
1: Yeah. There was a bunch of door prizes. They were all gift cards to the pint. Second and third place were also gift cards. First place was like a basket with some wine and some chips. And I think also a gift card.
0: Yeah. See, I think that what it was, was like, um, what am I trying to say? I'm going to say you're right. Like the bar sort of reaches out to Tipsy Trivia But then I looked at Tipsy Trivia's events, and yeah, they have, like, a couple bars they do. And they're Mm -hmm. all kind of what I would call, like, second-tier bars. Like, Mm -hmm. the pint is, I think, a popular place to go. It's just that it's, like, right on the end of 17th on the far end from uh, uh, the Saladome. So it's not, like, sort of a big bar for that reason. Mm -hmm. But it's still, like, kind of a popular young people bar, even though it's also kind of grungy and, like... Not like just a kind of a regular bar.
1: It's like a little bit seedy.
0: Yeah. um,
1: You know, like there's people having sex in the bathroom (laughs) stall when you go to go pee.
0: Yeah. Um, And so like I think all the bars on their list of like events coming up were kind of like that.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: But then like there's other bars like the Ship and Anchor who does their own trivia. Like it's Ship and Anchor trivia. Yeah. Right? And then worst host trivia from a different company.
1: It's like why see Date Night or something. Like yeah.
0: That. And so maybe I would go and do YYC Date Night trivia for The mm-hmm. Office and see if it's any better. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it was just, it was like a, it was a lame experience because I was like really excited for it. And mm-hmm. like, for the most part, it was okay. But then like the longer it went, the worse it got.
1: Let's talk about the actual questions. Not the fact that like they had wrong answers, but how you being an avid <sighs> Office watcher, How did you feel the questions were?
0: I thought that given, okay, as a caveat, I have never done a trivia night before. Mm -hmm. And I myself would write office trivia in a different way than they would. But I think they wrote it in a way that was targeted less at me as like an office expert Mm -hmm. and more at a casual office person. Right, right.
1: They still had some questions that like only an expert would have gotten though.
0: Yeah, but then there was also lots of questions that like you wouldn't even necessarily really have to have watched the office to answer, right? Yeah. Like
1: where is Scranton?
0: Yeah, Pennsylvania, <laughs> right? And that, or like um name one Oscar winner who's like appeared on the show. Right? And like you might like you might not know that, but you also might know it. Maybe. Right? Like Kathy Bates, you might know that she was on the show, and you might also know she was an Oscar winner.
1: Right, maybe, like, but that's... I don't think before I actually started watching the office, I knew Kathy Bates was ever on it, you know, well,
0: and so like it's it's kind of like up in the air, yeah, you know what I mean, um, but yeah, the questions there was there was good and bad questions,
1: yeah, <laughs> what Nothing. did there you was... know what I was doing?
0: You were just doing faces at the mirror?
1: no, I wasn't doing faces, I was melding things.
0: what were you melding
1: the electric city. <laughs>
0: Um, what did you think of the questions? I thought they were pretty
1: good. I thought they were pretty good.
0: What were the questions we got wrong? Okay. We got wrong. Should Uh, we
1: not give away the answers and see if people can answer them? Sure. But they could just look it up, but still.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the first one, the first question we got wrong, which this was a bad question. This was a shit question. It was poorly written and Mm -hmm. therefore was kind of like impossible to answer. But the question was, um,
1: and you couldn't. The host couldn't clarify
0: because she hadn't, she hadn't seen, seen the, show. the
1: show. Yeah. So
0: the question was, what is the first meeting to take place in the series? Mm-hmm. And so my immediate thought was, like, the show opens. With Jim and Michael having a meeting about Jim going on a sales call. That's like literally the first scene of the entire show. They're in Michael's office having like a little meeting. And I was like, Mm -hmm. that could be the answer.
1: Yeah, that is a meeting.
0: Yeah. Sam, on the other hand, his answer was, oh, I think it's diversity day. Because that's like one of, if not the first conference room meeting. Yeah. And then, are we giving away the answers or no?
1: Yeah, just give it away.
0: Okay, so then the actual answer was downsizing. And I haven't gone back to check yet. But I don't think that's even the first conference room meeting. I don't think that's until partly into season two. Really? Yeah, and I think Diversity Day is, like, one of the first episodes of season two. I'm gonna look it Are up you right
1: sure now. Downsizing isn't the first conference room meeting?
0: I'm fairly sure.
1: Uh... The thing is, nobody really watches the first season of The Office. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, I mean, they do, of course. But it's, like, so short and not really...
0: It really is. It's basically the exact uh, UK series, mm-hmm. but, like, brought over to America, slightly different jokes. But mm-hmm. it's basically the same. Mm-hmm. Um. U.S. version. So that's not it.
1: I got Scranton. What?
0: The Electric City. Scranton. What? The Electric City. So pilot. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Yep. No pilot. Diversity day. Episode two, season
1: one. But then is the down. Okay. But the downsizing bit does happen in the pilot. Uh. Really, we just need to watch it, but... Really, we just need to watch it. The downsizing bit does happen in the pilot, does, is it a conference room meeting, though? I honestly, I don't... I remember the diversity day meeting. I don't remember downsizing.
0: Yeah, so downsizing is does happen in episode one of the mm-hmm. series. But, yeah, like you said, I can't recall there being an office, like a conference room meeting.
1: But, yeah. But then, like... Because I know how the show works, I can, I can, like, picture in my head Michael having this meeting and, like, not being supposed to tell anyone, but, like, telling everyone. Yeah. But that's just because that's what happens on the show.
0: It happens multiple times.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then the other thing, too, that I end up thinking about is um, when, yeah, like, because, probably because we just watched this episode, but when they're, like, potentially bankrupt.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so they play the game. Yeah. And Jim's the co-manager. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's the first question we got wrong. And it was like, I think in the first round. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what the hell? And like, the
1: people who got first place got 49 out of 50. And
0: that's the one they got and that's wrong. that's the one they got wrong. The second question that we got wrong was, which cat does Angela scold for humping Mrs. or
1: Lady Princess?
0: Princess Lady. Princess Lady. Um, when on like the cat webcam she has set up. And so mm-hmm. we couldn't think of the cat name. It's Mr. Ashes or Mr. Ash. Mr. Ash. And then the last question, I can't remember now.
1: Oh, it was um which book or name oh, and yeah. book that the Finer Things Club, is uh, that it? Yeah. Um had read. read. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so we couldn't think of any. And then we, we thought we came up with one, but we were wrong. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Oh, which like that one was weird, too, because one, one of the books is, like, Angela's Ashes. Yeah. And it just, it was, like, weird because it was, like, Angela's cat named Ash and then Angela's Ashes. And those were the two yeah. answers we couldn't get.
0: Eerie. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so, and then, like, there's lots of questions like that. There was questions about the cast, like, like sort of guest stars and stuff. There was questions about, uh, like, Scranton itself, um, well, and... office romances, blah, blah, blah.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, I much prefer, I much prefer the questions that are actually about what happens on the show, not like there was one that was like, which of, which um, Anchorman star has never been on The Office? Yeah. You know, or like, which Oscar winner was on The Office? Like, stuff like that, I'm not as big of a fan of.
0: Yeah, because it's not really Office trivia. That's like, general pop culture trivia. Yeah. Right? Like, which is also fine. It's fine because like... Yeah, if you have 50 questions, you may as well not make them all, like, you know, specifically, like, what is Creed's blog titled, right? Like, um, or whatever. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And it's, like, I guess they're tricky to answer, especially in the forum that they had. Like, we just got sheets where there was, like, 10. It was, like, just a... Uh, what do you call one of those? Table. A table. And it just had like 10 answer boxes. Mm-hmm. And so you could just write in like this little box like uh, so-and-so like Outback Steakhouse coupons. Yeah. And so you couldn't write like the question couldn't have been uh, what does Ryan do when Creed asks him how to set up a blog? You couldn't write Ryan opens a Word document and types out a URL at the top <laughs> of it and tells him that it's a new blog. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways.
1: But you, no, but you could do that. You could be like, um, you could even just say like, what software did Ryan use to set up Creed's blog? Yeah. Right? And if, and the thing is, if you didn't actually know the office, you would be like, okay, what, like website making software. Yeah. Right? But if you knew it, you would just say like, like Microsoft Microsoft Word.
0: Word. (laughs) Um, anyways, I, yeah, that's all. That's all I have about that.
1: Yeah. It was... (laughs) I would say it was more stressful than it was fun. Maybe that's just because I was being overly competitive. I don't think I was because I don't really care about the office that much. I don't think we
0: were. Like, we were having fun getting the answers. We weren't, like...
1: It was just, like, it was stressful because, like, yeah, some of the answers they had as the answers were wrong. The host was being really obnoxious. You couldn't really hear the questions half the time. She would, like, mutter them or yell them so loudly that, like... All you got in the mic was like a screaming noise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Either way. Not enjoyable. No. Um, whales.
1: Ooh. Talk about whales.
0: Recently, we went to Telespark again to uh, check out their whale exhibit they got going on. They got mm-hmm. stuff about whales there. And it is a traveling exhibit that started mm-hmm. in New Zealand or Australia or something.
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't actually know where it started, but like it's from New Zealand.
0: I, yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. Because it was all about Maori stuff and, like, yeah, legends. And and that. It,
1: yeah, and it gives, like, the culture of, um, it was, like, New Zealand's attitude towards whales and things.
0: Yeah, it kind of was, like, the traditional Maori, sort of, like, whale-related traditions. And then, like, transitioning. like, whaling. Yeah, transitioned into, like, sort of, like, the original whaling was just, like, a whale would show up on the beach and they were, like, well, we may as well eat this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, industrializing that. And then how now New Zealand is like a big proponent of uh like protecting the whales and creating like conservation awareness and this yeah. and that. Um and then there was just like whale facts and stuff. They had like skeletons and things, mm-hmm. which was cool.
1: It was cool. They had what was it, a gray whale skeleton? Grey
0: whale, yes.
1: Cause it wasn't a blue whale. No, oh no. Was
0: oh no. Too big. <laughs> no, and it
1: wasn't a humpback. No, no. I'm pretty sure it was a grey whale. Yeah. Um yeah, remember because we, like, we were like, oh, this is so big. But, like, it's not that, it's not big. that big. It's no. not that big compared to a blue whale, but it's so big.
0: So big. They had that diorama with all, like, the different whale sizes.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was probably, a gray whale is probably about, like, three quarters of a blue whale. So it's still pretty big.
0: I don't know if it's even that much, Doug. Okay, well, let me look it up.
1: Five eighths. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How many out of 12? (laughs) Whale scale. Images.
1: That would be a massive scale. Oh, my God.
0: Okay. Frontiersofzoology.blogspot.
1: You'd really need, like, basically a crane.
0: Was it not a sperm whale? No. No? Okay.
1: Pretty sure it was a great whale.
0: Oh, God. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Okay, let me look this
1: up. Okay. Anyways, the exhibit was quite cool. Uh, there was it was chock full of kids who probably didn't really appreciate it. No offense, but just yeah, as kids, you just don't. Yeah. No, you don't care. No. Um. But it was really neat. I liked it. Tell us, is really not that good. I would say
0: about half, based on this one picture.
1: Ooh, let me see.
0: Grey whale, the top boy. Blue whale, the big boy.
1: Yeah, okay, about half. And who knows what size grey whale the skeleton there was, either. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, Telespark is kind of shit. It's overpriced. There's no jet of air that you have to balance a ball on. Nobody makes ice cream. Maybe they do. I don't know. There's no Lego station. There's no giant bike where you can ride around in a full circle. Like a loop-de-loop. There's no, like, gyro chair that spins you around at, like, three G-forces or something. Yeah. It just sucks.
0: Yeah, it's super lame. It's like a It's like a science center for babies.
1: Yeah. Oh, they did have the nail bed this time, which I'm pretty sure last time it they wasn't did there.
0: Yeah. But, like, the nail bed was cool. As a substitute to the other cooler things. Mm Mm-hmm. Not not a
1: headliner. Well, and here's the other thing.
0: It was a good support act.
1: Here's the other thing. There is a chance that we only ever went to the old science center when we were younger. And so it it could have been... Shittier. It could have been... Yeah, it might have sucked.
0: When we were in, like, high school or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um... Well, okay, that's a weird way of saying it. What I mean is that our perception is probably skewed. Probably. But.
0: There was way cooler stuff back then.
1: Yeah. And there was was
0: also, like, more stuff. Like, I find the exhibits in Telespark are all kind of the same.
1: It feels very small, doesn't
0: it? It feels very small, and it feels like everything is kind of just about the same thing that you just saw. Like, there's a huge section on energy.
1: Mm -hmm. and the
0: environment and those like go together because kind of they're like a they're both like they're linked in like talking points in real life so fine
1: oh you know what the old one used to have what used to have that bike that like it was like a recumbent bike almost and you could like pedal it and it would have like a light bulb and then it would have like a radio and then it would have like a tv and that was always really exciting as a kid because like you could basically only ever get the light bulb on. Yeah. But then when you went there on a field trip and like someone's dad was there as a volunteer and they could like get the, the TV, TV on. Yeah. Holy like really shit. Which like, that was really cool as a kid. And I think would still be cool now if I could then go back and ride the bike myself and get the TV on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Huge accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. No, I agree. And here's the other thing too. Uh, like, Okay. They're all, like, linked together. They're all very similar, and they're not interesting topics. I think the it's old like, energy
1: one, and the environment, and then there's, like, one psychology, about, like, humans. Human yeah. and
0: human form. And then kind of, like, the other odds and ends one, it's where like there's, like, music. music, and then there's also connects, and, like, just kind of junk. It's like kind yeah. of stuff they, like, didn't know where to put.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, um... I feel like when we were kids, it was more centered around just being like, what is science and why is it cool? Yeah. And this is more sort of trying to be like, what are like topics? What are like hot button topics? Like energy, it's big in Alberta. Like, but Mm -hmm. how does it impact the environment? Oh, it's important. And like, yes, the environment's important. Obviously, if they had like a previous, if they had the old one and we're just going to move everything, they probably should have added an environment, like an environmental science portion.
1: Yeah, I think I heard some statistics, like, maybe, like, 10% of stuff from the old one got moved to this one.
0: Yeah, and, like, that's not enough. No. Um, even just, like... And I
1: I realized some of it was probably outdated,
0: but come on. But even just, like, sort of the vibe you got, because when you went to the old one, like, all over the walls, there would just be, like, facts. You know, Mm -hmm. it would just be, like, did you know that, like, there's this many germs on your hands? And when you would go into the bathroom and you're like, that's crazy, wash your hands, Mm -hmm. right? Um... And this one, it's like, there's none of that. There's no sort of, like, exciting learning experiences. It's all just kind of like, oh, here's the fan. Set up these blocks. Does it change the way the wind hits these little pinwheels? And, like, what does that mean about cities and the wind? And, like, I don't think kids can draw conclusions in that way. Like, it's it's too critical of a thinking technique for them to really sort of grasp, like, oh, so when we build a city... It impacts the way like the air moves, and therefore it could change the weather or the environment. Or like they don't; they would just be like, "Yeah, I guess things don't spin."
1: Yeah. Well, and when you read when like when there are written descriptions, they're like they're so long. Like I get bored reading them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I like signage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You
1: go, you like pull up at a roadside, roadside, like stop where there's bathrooms and you read all the signage and it's really awesome. It tells you about the mountains and like why their names the way they are and stuff.
0: Yeah. I and like that stuff. You know what else sort of points that out is that you go to this traveling exhibit because both times we've gone, we went to like body works, body world, body world. And we went to this whale thing, mm-hmm. right?
1: Whale's Torah or something. Yeah.
0: I think it was just like the Maori word for whales, mm. I believe. So you go in and that thing is like really good. The signage is great. There's like lots of like interesting stuff. It's like captivating being there. And then you go out into the rest of Telespark and you're like, this blows. Like, yeah, like there's nothing here. Mm -hmm. Really, like a lot of it is aimed at sort of kids like under the age of 12. And I get that that's kind of like who goes to a science center.
1: I would say even younger. I would say, like, under the age of, like, six or under the age of eight, maybe.
0: Well, like, uh, yeah, probably a lot of it. But then some of it, like, you couldn't get a six-year-old on that treadmill to try and power a TV. Like, it it won't happen, right?
1: Like. Well, but it doesn't even power a TV. It just, it's, like, like one of those, like, light-up things that spins. Yeah. Like the toys you buy in Disneyland, basically.
0: Yeah. Anyways. My point being just that, like, it's it's awful and, like, you don't, it's not, like, a learning experience. It's just, like, a bunch of small, I don't even want to call them experiments because you don't really, like, learn anything. It's mm-hmm. just, like, a bunch of, like, sort of shitty activities that you then are, like, okay, so now I've done all this, like, what do I do now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're, like, it's 50 bucks and you're, like, Ugh.
1: Well, that's the other thing. It's so expensive. Yeah. It's like, I think it's 27, 26 or 27 for an adult. And then a senior is like 24 and a kid is like 23 or something.
0: Yes, yeah, like not even a discount. And
1: there's no student price. No.
0: Never going back. It's official this time.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. This I also
0: would... just tells me that like we're definitely going to Disney World again, even though I do not want to because you're just going to be like, well, they're doing it again. I'll be like, okay, fine. And then I'll get there and I'll be like, I remember this. This is crap. Why did we do this? Money down the drain.
1: We got to take our kids to Disney World so they know that Disneyland is way better.
0: We'll just tell them. We'll just explain it to no. them. They can find out for themselves when Harry, they grow up.
1: we're not going to Orlando and only going to Universal. Yes, we are. Well, well, maybe a few times, but then we have to supplement one of, like, the fifth time, every fifth time no. with
0: Disney World. No, every 0 time. Every third time? Every 0 time. Moving on. Yeah, I win. Okay. No, that's just a conversation uh, for
1: another time. And we're not broadcasting it. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) When we actually have kids.
0: (laughs) Okay, while we were at the whales, we uh, encountered prehistoric whales.
1: Prehistoric whales, yeah.
0: Which were like scary otters. Yeah. Well, it went
1: from like, we have this dog-like creature that isn't really even so much of a dog. It's kind of like a giant rodent.
0: I would not have been surprised if they made these up, because the first one was like you took the head of a pterodactyl, you strapped it to the body of a large cat.
1: And you put some whiskers on it.
0: You put some whiskers on it, and then you also kind of made it look like slippery and wet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that's not a whale. That's <laughs> that's horrifying. That's like Frankenstein. <laughs> um, anyways, so we're reading about them from in chronological order. Mm-hmm. And we get to the start of the second one, and I'm like, ooh, it's kind of like an otter. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the third one, and it's like, yes, it's otter-like body. And I was like, no, that started back there. You guys are idiots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My point being that I predicted evolution.
1: So did I, though. I knew,
0: well, yeah, we we did, right? We knew where it was going. We fully understood evolution.
1: And I was like, this one's like, he doesn't even need legs. And then it was like, oh, I didn't use his legs to swim. He used his body.
0: Yeah, there you go. Hello. There you go. Hello. So anyways, we're going to predict some evolution now.
1: Okay. What would you like to do? I don't know. You go first.
0: Oh, I told you about this days ago, so you would think about it.
1: I, I, why would I think about this in my spare time?
0: Oh, well, why would I look up the Cologne Cathedral in my spare time?
1: Because we're going to go there!
0: Well, we're going to do the podcast and discuss evolution.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You see what I'm saying? No, I don't. Okay, so...
1: Um. Let's talk more about the whale evolution, though. I liked that it was for the the giant rodent one. It was just kind of like ah, yes, this animal just spent a lot of time in the water, but it was still living on land.
0: Yeah. But it would
1: spend quite a bit of time in the water.
0: (laughs) It was, like, just sort of paddling its feet around for a bit. Mm -hmm. And they were, like, basically a whale at that point, really.
1: And, like, that's the tricky thing about evolution, is when they show it in, like, stages like that. You're, like, and in my head, I know how evolution works. I know it's not like that. It's not like, oh, this giant rodent really liked the water, so it just decided it was going to stay in the water. And then it became a whale.
0: (laughs) But that's kind of how it goes, really. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's, here's my concept. Okay. We have to install some rules, first of all. Okay. So let's say that without human interference... Mm-hmm. Either we're all wiped out, which would be good or we leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. go to Mars or something. We there's there's the earth. everything except humans is there. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm gonna predict. Okay okay <clears throat> So you know mosquitoes mm-hmm. they're gonna continue sucking blood
1: mm-hmm.
0: however, They're going to morph with a disease that they acquire from, like, a a cow or something. Okay. That's going to make them more parasitic. And they're going to lay their eggs in the bloodstream of other animals. The eggs will then consume the blood from the inside. And then eventually be passed. And those mosquitoes, they're pretty big now. They're large. Mm -hmm. They have, like, hypodermic needles for faces. And they can kill small birds.
1: Do you know what hypodermic means? No. What do you think it means? I
0: don't know. Needles.
1: Why did you throw hypodermic I just was
0: thinking of words and stuff. What does it mean?
1: Sorry. You lost me. So they have needles?
0: Like they're proboscis? Yeah. Even bigger. Like they're huge. I would say they're like the size of my hand. Okay. These are big bugs.
1: Okay. And they can kill birds.
0: Like, they could they could consume the blood out of a bird.
1: All of it at oh. once.
0: Yeah, they could just suck it right up.
1: Right, here's the tricky thing about when you're doing stuff like this. In theory, if mosquitoes are growing, birds also should be.
0: Think about how the variance in the size of a bird, though. I'm talking like it could suck the blood out of a bird the size of, like, a pigeon, or, like, smaller.
1: Okay, but you know how uh, insects were massive... During, like, the prehistoric period Yeah, and Roman stuff.
0: times, yeah.
1: Roman times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like...
0: A few hundred 1,000 BC.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, in prehistoric times and stuff. And um, they think that was because, like, the concentration of gases in the atmosphere was different and there was more oxygen or something.
0: Yeah.
1: So... Why are your mosquitoes getting bigger? Just because they're like, oh, it would be fun to be bigger?
0: Well, no, I'm just saying, like, as the earth changes, as the environment changes.
1: Yeah, but according to that, you would expect birds to also grow, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, sure. Dinosaurs are just birds.
0: Yeah. What I'm I'm trying to get at here is that... Again, with the variance of birds, if there are really big birds, because there's more oxygen, there will still be smaller birds.
1: Yeah, but think about the size of the world's smallest bird, whatever it is, like a hummingbird or something. Sure. Compared to a mosquito. Yeah. So if they both grow.
0: Well, okay, but mosquitoes still exist. Chimpanzees still exist, and so do humans. We came from the same place, right? We're just different things, right? So there will still be small bugs. There will also just be big bugs. Oh, uh, okay. Counterpoint.
1: Okay. Wow. This was meant anything. to be
0: a collaborative, fun experience. So this is turning into you trying to educate me on things that you don't even know about.
1: I know about things. You
0: don't know about my world. You don't know I why know there's new things. gases.
1: I know about things.
0: You're trying to tell me why my idea is stupid. No,
1: I'm just critiquing. I thought you wanted feedback on your. Why idea. would I want?
0: Why would I want feedback on my idea? <laughs> this
1: is. A, I thought you wanted to be like, okay, I'm going to come up with this idea of how to make mosquitoes way worse. Uh, how do you think we should do it? And I was like, I think we shouldn't. We should make them better. We should get rid of them. But not really. Which what was... What would the frogs eat?
0: Here, listen. That was the wrong answer. I don't... you are not supposed to be changing anything. This is just predictions. <laughs> this is a time cap. So years from now, when this is projected into the universe via uh, internet satellites that are still working somehow. Mm-hmm. Other beings, other sentient beings will pick it up and be like, these guys knew what was up. I don't know how they knew it was going to happen, but they said mosquitoes would get bigger, and they were right. So, now it's your turn.
1: I don't really have <coughs> anything.
0: You're so bad at this. I know. Just think of something cool and then make it different. in
1: school when it was like, do something creative. I hated that. Oh, I hated it so
0: much. I was so good at it. I'm so good at bullshit know, I'll, I'll give, you, a, I'll give really you another one. I'll give you another anything.
1: one. I really don't. Okay.
0: All right, so let's say years from now, humans have polluted the ocean just to shit, right? It's mm-hmm. awful. Because of that, there's less food around. But you still got octopuses. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're like, there's no goddamn food in the ocean.
1: They eat their own ink.
0: No, they hate it in there. They're just like, this is garbage. So they start venturing onto land, looking for food. Okay.
1: Right. yep, yeah, I'm ready.
0: Okay, now you pick it up and go from there. What do they look like in the future?
1: No, 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 I'm ready for you to blow my mind with no, these no, land-dwelling no. octopi. Okay,
0: so they got a bunch of legs. Let's say eight.
1: Eight, okay. <laughs> do they have feet?
0: Um, <clears throat> no, How do they, they move? They still have suckers. Okay. And so initially, what they do is they like reach up and grab overhanging branches. And then climb into the tree, mm-hmm. or they try and, like, grab birds and lizards off the branches. Mm-hmm. Right? And they eat those boys. Eventually, though, the birds and lizards figure out, don't hang out on low branches. So then the octopuses have to climb out. And, mm-hmm. you know, eat them up there. Yeah. So, you know, they develop lungs and uh, stuff and get rid of their gill boys and everything. They start living in the trees. And they swing around with all their legs. Mm-hmm. They grow hair. Mm-hmm. And because they're chilly? Because they're cold. They probably start making more bones, mm. I would guess. They're probably not super jelly forever because mm-hmm. it's hard to be that way in air. mm mm-hmm. um, And as they become more structured, they become, like, a lot scarier. Like, they're already pretty scary, but now they got bones and stuff.
1: Do they keep their suckers?
0: Yeah, that's how they hold on to things. And also, like, prehensile or whatever it's called when, like, you know how monkeys can, like, wrap their tails around stuff? And mm-hmm. that, like, counts as a hand, kind of?
1: Mm-hmm. They got that. Okay. Do they ever develop a vertebrae?
0: No. No. Interesting. I would say maybe they get, like, an exoskeleton. They're kind of like a crabs. They're kind of like weird, hard things. Yeah, okay. Okay, now you go.
1: No. <sighs> okay. That was enjoyable. All, All right, though, thanks. thanks for
0: listening, everybody. <laughs> Have a good two weeks. We'll see you later.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry for being late again.
0: Yeah, classic Emma.
1: No, not classic me. Classic Harry. You're not doing anything, dog. You have to organize these things.
0: And I try, and then you're like, I'm busy all the time.
1: I'm not busy all the time. You're so busy. I have clinical Thursday, Friday. So we could do it before then you're like, no, I work all day, every day, blah, 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 but I'm not doing anything. I'm going to work. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, let's wrap it. We're at like an hour, Ted.
1: Yeah, shut it down.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next in a while. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.